Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or even an adult movie? Well, here's the offer for you that you won't be able to refuse. Go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only. You'll get 50% off just about any one item. You'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual we can't mention on the radio. And to top it all off, they'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Type in Just Us Girls using the code U-S-G-I-R-L-S at adamandeve.com. Again, offer code U-S-G-I-R-L-S at adamandeve.com. See you there. You are now listening to Between Us Girls, the podcast, where we discuss life's fuckeries and then some over wine. Hey, welcome to our show. This is Michelle. And Danielle. And this is Between, Between Us, Us Girls. And we are coming to you live from your daddy's house tonight <laughs> on this Sunday. And as usual, we have a positive note. Some black history for February. And we're going to tell you what we're sipping on before we jump into our conversation, which tonight we're going to kind of talk about Gucci and the cancel culture. So Danielle, hit the flow. So this week's positive is fall in love with yourself and the rest will fall into place. And so we we kind of talk a lot about self-love and, you know, how everything starts with you. And what does it really mean to actually love yourself? You know, um, I think that it's important that we fully understand what that means. And it's really about self-acceptance. And um, self-respect, having a positive self-image of yourself, and just having a high regard for yourself. And when you have those things, then everybody else will treat you accordingly because you treat yourself with... um, The utmost respect. Yeah, with the utmost respect, you do. And so you you can't sell anything to anybody that you don't possess. I mean, I've said that like a few times. So you can't... You can't make other people believe that you are loving if you don't even love yourself. Right, right. You know, right. I think that's when people sort of see you as a pushover, but that's a whole nother conversation. Right. I think that's true. Um, And I think for a lot of people, I think this is why a lot of women specifically can resonate with our show is just because um, we spend a lot of time talking about self-love and self-care and kind of how to do it. Because a lot of people don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know for a long time, even still sometimes I'm like, well, what do I do? You know, because mm-hmm. it's like, I know you, you're not a proponent for dating yourself. No. But the times whenever you want to get out and... I just know, don't like the term. I know. Yeah. You're okay with doing it. Just don't want to call it that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So what are we sipping on? 
Um, so this week we are sipping on a red blend from Chain Gang. It's a 2015. It's from it says North Coast Red Wine. Okay. It is the alcohol content is kind of high. Oh. And I've already seen it as leggy. It's 15.1%. Damn. Well, we did say that reds have a propensity to be higher. Yeah, I think it's kind of high for a blend, though. I don't know. But yeah, we'll see how it fares. It does have a, a like a lot of legs to it. Like mm-hmm. it's it's thick. It is. Yeah. Very. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so let's talk black history. Okay, so this week, I actually thought this one was um, kind of interesting considering, um, one, that black women, they weren't really allowed in the medical field for a long time. Right. And if we were allowed, it was, you know, as nurses Mm -hmm. or a CNA or something like that. Girl working behind the (laughs) counter, maybe, at the black hospital. A receptionist or whatever. Um, And you're wrong for using the term CNA. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, whatever. (laughs) Okay, so this week is Dr. Patricia Bath. Okay. She was... she revolutionized the field of ophthalmology. She invented a device that refined laser cataract surgery, and she is the first African-American doctor to have received a medical patent. Wow. Okay. So um, I would like to say that she allowed you to see that these niggas ain't shit. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> What's her name again? Dr. Patricia Bath. Patricia Bath. She invented that in 1988. Like, I think that's pretty cool, you know, that she basically revolutionized the way that laser laser surgery is done. Yeah. You know, so getting rid of those cataracts and all of that stuff. Right. You know, a black woman did that. That's like, that's pretty dope. It's really incredible to look at all the things actually that are um, invented by or orchestrated by black people. Mm -hmm. You know, coming from a well, still a society that kind of looks at black people as less than. Mm-hmm. It's like, how can you, when all of this brain power is, you know, being shown? It's crazy. No, I think that black people definitely are geniuses, and their and our ingenuity sort mm-hmm. of comes out of a need. Yeah, you know, it's like, okay, so I'm walking down the street and I can't see at night. I need some lights up there. Let me let me figure out. How I'm to getting do it. all these cars are going by so fast. I need somebody to stop first. Yeah, you know, it's it's like little it's like little stuff like that that makes a huge impact on our society, and mm-hmm. it's stuff that has that lasts, you know, long term. Like black people invented that stuff. Like it's definitely just out of a need and a sense of purpose. You know, right, right. I definitely agree. Um, okay, so speaking of black people and a need, um, so let me first start by saying that recently, I mean, I think most people who read blogs or follow social media have seen that there are tons of black designers and they've been promoted a lot this last week. And that's kind of because of what happened with Gucci. So I'm sure most of y'all know that Gucci made this sweater that kind of goes up to like the... To your nose. To your nose. And it's a black turtleneck with like Sambo lips. That's the only (laughs) way I can describe it. And it kind of... Well, not kind of. It got a heavy duty backlash. 
Um, well, because they put it on a black woman. I, I, I mean, a white woman. Right. So it makes it it makes it stand out. It makes oh, it more okay. prominent. You know, it's like, what are you doing? Like you not know? somebody tan. Yeah. So I mean, it made it made it even more obvious, and it's like nobody saw this and thought that this looks a little off. Or I mean, and I no, think- like nobody. Right. Like you need a you have to have a system of checks and balances in a corporation like that because if you don't have people on your board or people in your design room who are sensitive to shoot black people or the needs of black people, you're going to end up in that situation like this. I don't even think that it's that anymore. I just I feel like at this point, um, they just don't care, and I say that because you know. There's so much publicity yeah. around all of these different issues. Like, remember, like what it was last year with, or year before last, maybe with Old Navy and the little boy. They put that monkey shirt. Oh, on that him. was H and M. H and M. Okay, H and M. And so, and I think PDD ended up giving him like a modeling contract mm-hmm. or something like that. But considering all of that and Prada, I think actually, I think Prada was actually canceled in China. Yeah, like they yeah they pretty much was like, no, nah, we're not fit to deal with this shit. Like they took down all ads and everything in After China. After the little monkey keychain? No, not H and M. Uh, Prada. Oh. Was it the was it a monkey keychain in Prada? Prada like a couple months Prada ago, did. they had this little keychain that was like a monkey, but it had these like it was no. Lips. I want to say that it was something. Um, I feel like I so they're like up. a repeat offender then. Because I want to say that it was something like dealing with their eyes. Mm. Oh. that was in the advertisement and, so, and okay so that was offensive to them yeah, yeah and they got um they pretty much like completely canceled and was it product like i feel like i'm getting it all like i'm i'm getting it probably all mixed up but Ch- but china somebody did some shit in china and, and they china can't was get like, no more. hell no <laughs> and they completely canceled them all together like china was like we not dealing with this racist shit or whatever yeah. and and china is like a huge market it's like you really shouldn't be fucking with them at all like china sells to everybody you know i so, know because like especially with you being in kind of like in logistics and the um, international trade you see everything has to come from there, pretty much. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was Dolce and Gabbana. Oh. It was Dolce and Gabbana. I'm sorry. So, yeah. So, yeah. Like they had a, um, a racist ad that was, that was in China and China was like, bitch, bye. Okay. Like, I don't have time for this shit. Like, no, they were it. like, Mm-mm. so, I mean, and I think that that's, um, and I, I do believe that it really hurt their bottom line because, you know, like China is a huge market, yeah. but I think that that's, the way that we should be responding to these type of ads instead of like getting all worked up like for two two weeks tops yeah i mean i was really gonna say days but no you know, it'd like be a minute. tops you know and then it's like okay well back to normal you know and but they was just like you know what no I'm completely, we, we're completely like doing away with you mm-hmm. in our stores. We're not having no advertisement. Your apology don't mean shit to us right. or whatever. Because, I mean, you they do this stuff and they get all this publicity and they end up making money off of it. Yeah. You know, so I think that people see this stuff as an opportunity versus there's nobody in there to say, hey, this this, this shit is not cool. Yeah. It's like, no, we're going we gonna to go ahead and push this through. Our name is going to be on every website. We're going to be trending on Twitter and yeah. Facebook and on Instagram. Instagram and whatever and our name is going to be out there 
and yeah. it's going to create more of a desire to see our products and what it is that we have to offer. And then people would be like, oh, wait a minute, but I really like that red shirt. I really yeah. like that red dress. Like, I don't know, I, I need that on Saturday. You know, so I think that they outweigh the pros and the cons yeah. of it and think, I think we should go ahead and push it through. See, and the only reason why I said that is because I feel like there's a major need in some people are taking heed to it, but for like diversity consulting within these companies because of the fact that like a lot of these people, like there's this um, investing firm I follow. It's all women, but every time they post a black woman, you see somebody else post it and go black owned business. And I'm like, but that's not a black owned business because you're not looking at who is running the business. So mm -hmm. a lot of those businesses, they don't have any people of color on their board. Mm -hmm. They want to reach a different market. Mm -hmm. but they don't know how. So I think companies who, like you said, are, might be doing that uh, on purpose, they really need to be looking at how it does affect their bottom line. Because like you said, while, while for a minute it might be like, oh yeah, yeah, we were trending. But people don't necessarily forget those instances. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just like um, on the flip side of it, um, the Nike ad. Yeah. Nike, it was a very positive thing that they did. Mm-hmm. But it was also seen to other people, you know, like, hey, this is bullshit. Y'all are crossing the line, you know, or whatever. Y'all stepping into this. You don't need to do this or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And initially, they took a bit of a hit. Yeah. You know, but in the long run, they gained. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I think that people look at that as a strategy nowadays. You know, we can go ahead and take this short-term hit. But yeah. it's really about the long term or whatever. We Now we have more people that know about our brand that didn't even know about it before. And these rappers or whoever that like, you know, so what I'm looking for, perpetuate this this idea of luxury and stuff or whatever. They're not going to stop doing that. And they're going to they're going to market our message for us. Yeah. Just like what's the dude name? The, the boxer. He's like Floyd, I'm Floyd, Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. I still fuck with Gucci. You know, and, he, and there are going to be people who do. Yeah. So, I mean, so you have him saying that. And and in that sense, he's also marketing for them. Of course. By doing that. And he's he's not trying to do that. But a lot, millions of people follow him and they see him talking about Gucci on his timeline. So they're going to, in turn, go and see what Gucci is about. Right. I agree with that. I think... Um man i just lost my train of thought i did <laughs> so i mean and so even though in the short term you know that oh i know what i'm saying they say. were they're taking a hit they still getting more they're getting more publicity out of it and in turn they're getting more sales in the long run okay so this is what i'm gonna say and i feel like it's the results of the nike campaign being that you know the majority of the people who were down for the the ad and you know appreciative of it black folks right majority of people who are offended by things like what gucci did black people so i think that really speaks to the power of the black dollar in that if you really wield it correctly you control a lot you know what i mean because instead of being like you said upset online actually boycott something i don't know if you could really say that we <sighs> I mean, we're only like 12% of the population as a whole. But we spend more money than anybody because we don't have no damn savings. <laughs> but I mean, like, if, you, if you're if you really only 12% of the population do as a business, am I really going to care? 
mean, about your fit. Like, should. I mean, just just real talk. Like, am I gonna care if you're really only twelve percent of the population? Regardless, if you're you're driving yourself into debt by trying to go and buy my product, one. I'm not necessarily marketing to you if you're not in a certain tax bracket. So even if you are spending all your money at this level trying to get to me, I'm not even marketing to you. So why as a business would I even care about you? If your market if your marketing is luxury or whatever, these people don't just because they don't live a real luxurious lifestyle does not mean they don't find themselves to be luxurious. I mean it it doesn't, but on average that you're not my customer. So why would I care about your needs anyway as a business? You know what I'm saying? And that is a terrible way to do business. I don't think so because, I mean, you have to have a target market. You can have a target market without offending other markets. You Yes, you can. <laughs> I but, mean, but you should. You, you can, but you're not my concern. I mean, if, if, we're really if we're really talking about this, I mean, it's business. You're as, but do you have to look at it that way? It's not. There's nothing wrong with saying you're not necessarily my target market, but to say I'm about to offend the shit out of you while I talk to my target audience, excuse me, is really like that's bad business to me. I don't even think that that's bad business. I think that that's like a a strategy because yes. just look at look at it in terms of look at Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Everything that he does is to appease his base. His base is his target market. And he offends the fuck out of everybody else in the process of trying to appease his and target his rating market. is like zero. He don't care. He doesn't but have to care, but he won't be reelected. If your goal is to get reelected. I, I don't know about that, but. I don't think that he'll get reelected. I don't know about that. Um, I absolutely don't think that he'll get reelected. I mean, I think if Ann Coulter is on the internet screaming, I hate you, Donald Trump, basically calling him an idiot. I don't think there's that. a turn in, in his target market. There's a turn there. So those are the same people that were riding behind him the first time that are now becoming offended or disgusted by his behavior because now his best interest is the only thing. Their best interest it doesn't even fake matter anymore. You know what I'm saying? I don't even. Okay, so. Ann Coulter, first of all, like who the fuck is listening to Ann Coulter? Somebody like, is. I mean, like, do you think that people that like, bitch is on all over the place? Somebody I know. I mean, I know that, her. but I'm saying, like, do you think that people are like following Ann Coulter and like, you know what? I I'm going to do what Ann Coulter tells me to do. It's not necessarily following Ann Coulter, but that's but is she supposed to be? I mean, if she's putting her word out there, and then and and way that you are talking about is like she's an influencer so she would be influencing people to think the way that she think or encouraging them to think the way that she think and agree with her and to side with her versus over trump and her issue is really about this bill and the wall and uh getting the funding how he's going about getting the funding for the wall she doesn't think that he should sign this bill that's really what her whole issue is about um, like she think that he should, he should get the wall, but that he should get the wall by other means. And there are people sitting at home right now who think the same thing. And it's not necessarily that they're following in culture. It's that they now feel like their best interest, which is what he used to claim to have at his forefront is now no longer what is in his forefront. Do you, but do you know that there are people that actually believe that he is already building a wall? That is his, exactly. Okay. <laughs> and that is his base. And his and those people that believe that he's actually already building the wall do not uh, believe in Ann Coulter. Because I was reading her her Twitter posts, and 
I thought it was hilarious that people was like, what are you talking about? He's already building the wall. Like, like I was, I was like completely dumbfounded well, that people reason, thought that this was already in existence. It's because of the way the media. Okay. Because if you go look at news, the news headlines, like they come delivered right to your phone. But the only thing that you see is, uh, construction begins at Rio Grande Valley. All that means is they went out and put some sticks out and then I got to fight those people for that land. But to the people looking at it, they're like, yeah, they're starting. Yeah. No. So they're not doing, they're not doing any research. I mean, I, I, I would agree with that, that people have a tendency to read headlines and listen to sound bites and think that they have like fully researched an issue and they think mm -hmm. that they know what's going on and they don't because they don't, they don't necessarily read the fine line. Um, but I mean, where we got to this point is talking about how he, Trump, how his base is his target market and how he offends everybody else in the process. Well, and I mean, we can agree to disagree that you think that it's a good business practice to offend people. And I, I don't, don't. <laughs> I don't think it's a good business practice. I think that it's a strategy and it's a strategy that is, is seemingly working and that other companies are taking a page out of his book yeah. and doing so. That's what I think. Like, I don't think that these people are like clueless about you. There's no way you can be clueless about this white woman with this black sweater on with red lips. And what image imagery that that sends out to people and what message that that sends out. And you can't tell me that these people didn't even have a feeling that it was not okay. And maybe if you didn't was able, able to verbalize or put into words exactly why you had this feeling, you had a feeling that was like something ain't right about this. I don't know. I feel like there are people who are really that obtuse and they're like, I just, I don't, I can't believe that. I, I do. And because the reason why I say that is because there's so many small, small businesses, small shops that have products and they want to sell it to everybody. Right. But they said he offend certain groups because it's one person and this is not one person, but this is a group of people like this one person mm -hmm. who are like, yeah, we know all the white people or we know all of this. You know what I'm saying? So everything you put out it's directed towards, like you said, your market, but you need somebody, you need somebody to be a buffer for you and say, Hey, don't release that. If you care, if you don't care, fine. But if you're concerned about whether or not you're going to become, uh, Monique's blackballed, then you need somebody to help you because otherwise you become a part of what cancel culture. And that, that can be an ugly place to be. I mean, I think that if, you look at other companies and see that, you know, they've been successful with this strategy. And even even if you just look at Trump and say, you know, he still has people afraid to go against him in Congress, his people within his own party. Like they will agree to all of this bullshit that he wants to do mm -hmm. simply because they don't want to be on his bad side and not get reelected. You know, so if you look at that strategy and see how, you know, it seemingly can work mm -hmm. and then it's like, okay, well, why don't, why, why wouldn't I try this as a business? Because I mean, if you, if you don't, don't have morals, you know, if you don't have, I mean, I mean if you don't have any, whole you know, host of things you can do, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think that cancel culture is dangerous to me because I think that everybody 
I think everybody deserves um, a second chance. I don't think that everybody should just be automatically canceled and like pushed out of society and whatnot. Right. Like I think that that's, I think, I think that's a, the wrong way to sort of look at something. Like somebody messes up, even, even though I don't agree with what Erica Badu said in terms of R. Kelly. Yeah. You know, I don't necessarily, I understand where she was coming from. Mm -hmm. I think that he needs to be punished for his behavior. But the minute you start labeling people as certain things or seeing them as certain things, you sort of strip away their humanity and their ability to even be human. Right. You know, so it's like, you know, you're still a human being. You're, you still have certain rights as a human being. Yeah. And even though you do certain things, yes, you should be punished for those things. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to like completely, you. yes, and ostracize you from society and be like, you know what, you you're no longer a part of the community. You're, yeah, right. you're you're a part of the jailhouse community is what you are now, which like, is a part of the community. <laughs> but okay, you know. But I mean, I just think that um, that council culture is a dangerous mm -hmm. road that we are kind of going down. Um, I think it's like a lot of different um, people. Like I think uh I saw something earlier about um Jesse is this I thought you were saying Jesse Smollett, like yeah. people trying trying to cancel I him. I mean, I don't even believe he needs to be canceled. I think at this point we need to find out what what is going on because either he's doing something really, really smart or really fucking stupid. I because think stupid. <laughs> well well the thing is is that what was his logic behind it? If I think you, it's if a publicity you, stunt. Right. So but But he didn't need to do that. To get neither does Gucci, but yeah, true. I mean, he didn't. He didn't need to do that. Oh well. See, the thing is, is that I can understand wanting to be where you were whenever your show was, you know, super on top or whatever. But like, first of all, they're not even on right now, right? I have no idea. I stopped watching Empire like at the season three, maybe. Right. It got too soap opera right for me. Like I was just like over it. So just you know, find some really quality work. Instead and and get to work. Well, I mean, I think that in Hollywood, it's a little bit more difficult um, because even though that even with the success of Black Panther, and you still see where black movies are not marketed in no method in which it should be. Like, take the movie uh, what what men want with Taraji. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I actually went and saw that movie. It's actually a funny movie and i was it looked funny i was apprehensive at the um trailer because it kind of it the trailer to me it didn't really it kind of told you what it was about but it was just like this kind of seems dry to you me you know that's that's interesting you said that because i was actually my interest was peaked just looking at the billboard because I could kind of tell what it was because I saw it like several times around the city. The, the the interesting thing about the billboard to me is I get why they have Tracy on the billboard with her, mm -hmm. but he's not even her love interest. And like that's kind of weird mm -hmm. that you would have somebody, like you would have the two of them, which is a romantic comedy is basically what this movie so is. So who was the other guy? Um, I don't know his name, but he, oh, I don't even know the name of the show that he was Maybe in. Maybe that's why they don't put him because he ain't nobody. But he is so fine. Oh my God. Um, that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> he is fine. But, um, it's just like, 
if you would have put more money into the marketing of that movie, like it probably could have been, I don't, I think it was like number two or something. Or well, who was the production company? I don't know, but this, that's just what my point, like actually where I was going with this with Jesse is that, you know, if you can't even find, you know, quality roles, then you need to create stuff for you. Right. And, and you not... Know, getting beat up not, yeah not going right. that route and i was what i was saying was you know they don't necessarily put the money towards black movies and production well they're not going to but this is like us we don't have a platform let's make one you know yeah. what i'm saying mm -hmm. and and then you're you're connected to so many people like you have all these connections and gosh uh what his sister was on tv uh on uh underground that's mm -hmm. that was an oprah show right yeah like and they, they have connections. That's what anything he wants to do. All he has to do is sell it correctly and say, hey, let's try this. Somebody's going to invest in it. Yeah. I mean, you need to have a good idea, you know, and have something Shit, that's he could have wrote this. He could have wrote this out <laughs> he could and have. acted it. You know what I'm he saying? He really could have. Instead of doing this, if he wants to be the poster child for um, the LGBTQ community, okay, he could have written this whole entire escapade as a movie and acted in it. You know, I saw that they there has never been a gay romantic comedy like to hit the big screen. And there... Well, you know why. I know it's why, un but... It's uncomfortable. Yeah, but there is... Um, I saw on Twitter like some guy is um, writing one right now for it to come to the to the movie theaters, mm -hmm. and he could have very well did something like that. You know, yeah. I mean, granted, black people don't want to see that, and <laughs> but again, if that's not your target audience, just keep pushing, right? Right, right. So, I mean, that that is what it is. I just really feel like it it was an error on his part to e to even get started with this because of how everything is unfolding. It just makes him look more and more ridiculous. He's becoming a joke. It makes him look desperate. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and like a liar. You know, it's like, so why do you you get us invested in this story right. and make us feel you and have us out here fighting for you and right. saying, you know, this is not good. You have I mean, all these different celebrities was coming out and was talking about, you know, and now it's like, you know, oh wait, maybe I shouldn't have said anything. Well, you feel like you're not credible anymore after exactly. you follow behind someone who exactly. is not credible. But I think the first time was when Lee Daniels had made a post on Instagram or something, and then he took it down. Supporting. Yeah. And so I was just like. Somebody probably called him and was like, you know, he knew the nigga. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because it's like some Nigerian dudes or yeah, something. Two yeah, two Nigerian brothers. He paid him $3,500 to stage mm -hmm. to beat him up or to fake beat him up or whatever. But the problem is almost not that he did that. It's just that in the beginning, he made such a fuss about them being white. Yeah. And make America great again. Yeah. Because that is exactly what white people say when they're like, Y'all always want to start shit, right? Well, it was just like it was too much. You, you all let the, he, all the negatives, right? Yes, there. laid it on just way <laughs> too <laughs> thick. White racist, make America great. Wearing wearing a Klansman outfit, noose. like carrying a noose, <laughs> holding up a sign it's that like says what, James Bird Jr. Right. All the things. <laughs> like what did I mean? they have? Like, <laughs> and then come to find out, you set it up and you spent your own money. And it's then come like, to find out it's only $3,500. Nigga, you too, are living bad. It's just like, <laughs> it was too much. It's like, wait a minute. 
this just didn't even seem believable at this point. Like they had everything and in 25 below weather. Girl, and a sign that said, nigger, we hate you. Right. On top of everything else. <laughs> and, the, and the little crayon coloring thing that they, somebody sent to him like <laughs> the day before. Like what? <laughs> like, it's just. It's, it was like way too, like you laid it on way too thick. Too much. If you, I mean, you could have peeled it back some. Some. <laughs> to say, I'm not sure who it was. Right. You know, I don't, I just heard these things. I don't know. Like, why would you say all and, of that? And then whenever they try to take his phone and he tried to fight that, it's like, you are setting yourself up for this. Well, why you need my phone though? Like. But honestly, if you have an incident like the one he described, you would be like, here, look and give it back to me. No, he want to be like, "Uh uh-uh, I need my lawyer up here because (laughs) like you, so, okay. So you started to look a little bit, you know? Yeah. I mean, I can, I can see how you would look a little shady, but it's just like, wait a minute. Are you investigating me? Like at that point it becomes like a defense, but they need to be investigating him though. I mean, they do, but so that's that's why they ask those kinds of questions. So they make sure that they but don't still need to be like, investigating It's like, nah, son, you don't need my phone. Like, mm-mm. no, I'm not just supposed to give over my phone. I feel like. What, what, why would there be anything? I didn't tell you anything about my phone. So why why are you looking into my phone? I told you about this. If they really wanted the records, had. they could have went and subpoenaed the phone company. They could have, but it, um, well, yeah. Um, I mean, I've had my phone subpoenaed and they only keep it for so long. So Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll yeah. find out Care Fusion. Okay. So like, okay. So let's let's talk about Chrisette Michelle for a second. I feel like I don't know what's going on with her. Well, nothing really except for she's been canceled, and we know that she oh, got canceled she? when she got canceled when she went to that inauguration. Oh, Chrisette Michelle. I, you know what? I was thinking about K Michelle. I was no. like, what's That's why I was like, I don't know what's Chris going on with Trump her. Would never. <laughs> President Trump would never. And I was like, <laughs> he would not. He'd be like, ah. I was sitting here like, I know she was naked on Instagram recently, but I'm like, I don't know anything else is going on. You know what? I'm just going to pray for her. I'm going to pray for the spirit of Kay Michelle because really it boils down to she, that is a desperate child right there. If she talks about Idris Elba one more time while he is happily engaged to this other woman. And then I didn't even know that they were a couple at any time. Her and Idris Elba was yeah. a couple. Oh, yeah. It was like a couple years ago or something, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she keeps talking about it. I think they just went it. on. I don't know if they was like right. a whole couple. I think they just went out on a couple they dates. They probably fucked. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she can't let go. Yeah, yeah. And she continues to talk about it to try to make herself feel relevant. But about Chrisette Michelle, I feel like she was wrong for going to that inauguration. So, now, I say that because, I say it because now she, because of how she is now. Oh, my career is ruined. But what did you think was going to happen when you saw that the entire black community was like, please don't do this. Mm-hmm. And you were like, but wait, let me show y'all first. Everybody warned her. Yeah, because that at the time, specifically, it's like that was a real slap in the face of people who pay money to see her, people who pay money for her albums. And that kind of thing. So I think that's those are the people who are like, oh, we can't because I didn't really cancel her because I don't really. I actually, really, I used to listen to her. Um, got that "Blame It on Me" song. Oh my yeah. god, I used to listen to that song. That whole that CD, right? Whatever, whatever CD that was, I used to listen to that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that her thing was just the timing. Like everybody was so angry at that mm-hmm. time, you know. So and it was just like we go from Obama to Trump. 
And really? your ass, the first black really? couple. Really? And it's like, <laughs> it, everybody was, everybody with feelings were hurt. Oh, I cried. You know, couch. like, because it's like, what are we, what are we doing as a country? And, and why are we going this direction? Like right. this, I mean, he had so many things like stacked up against him. And the this sexism, like, the racism, the prejudice, yeah, the every, the classism, just the, every, all of it. everything, you know, and it's like, you know, you would have thought that, you know, you know, people don't necessarily look at crimes against women as crimes, to be honest, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when he made fun of that, that bet um, that was in a wheelchair or whatever it was. Some, like, other, some outrageous that he did. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, so you we're still not drawing the line there. Like, right. so I mean, so just the timing of everything with her. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that's why things went so hard against her so it's like you know um and the reason why i was bringing it up is because nobody is canceled gladys knight because she's saying at the super bowl or big boy you know like and people would and it was it's kind of like it's similar but it's not the same because it's not as much fresh as much frustration because uh-huh, yeah yeah because people are are for cap but they also it's like oh it's Sunday and I still want to watch I football. love football you know what I mean so it's like I've been I mean I've grown up with this I understand your plight but the game is on I think like you said I think you're exactly right because I think it was timing because I think for for this specific incident with the Super Bowl I think I think people say no to stuff based on their best interests of course mm-hmm. we don't know what her financial situation is. Obviously well, she 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 teaches yoga classes. Now. Yeah, so obviously <laughs> sis is living like a normal person, right? But I think for Gladys tonight, I think no one would dare at this point be like, "Oh, Gladys." He- I mean, she's about to die. Like, big boy, what can they say? Because he doesn't care. You know what I mean? I think if you give a fuck, I think you're affected more. Oh, by I the think that because culture. he said the whole ATL hoe is like, calm down. Yeah, like, every, like everybody was like, oh, "Okay, he represented ATL. He putting us on the map or whatever." You know, black culture, blah blah blah. I think if it had you know, been a fresh Atlanta artist, that'd have been a problem. I uh, think, but due to the fact that he feels like he is Atlanta Jesus, and people there do too. Well, people were already mad because you know Atlanta is like a black mecca. Yeah, music central, and um, that there was nobody on the um lineup that was from atlanta it's like you know so you you have all of these artists that are from atlanta you have ti you have um what's but i was about to say soldier boy (laughs) he got that one song just kidding we have two two songs but but really his money comes from so much other shit but i don't think he's actually from atlanta though i think he's from somewhere else yeah i think he he's repping atlanta but he's from somewhere else oh. like i can't even i think he's from la or something like i don't know who knows but he might I don't be know. from podunk tennessee or somewhere but yeah people were like upset because you know atlanta is known for its music and so you instead of you finding somebody in atlanta yeah usher atlanta like i mean but know. that goes back to the person who put that shit together who was the person who orchestrated finding the guests, finding the the talent for mm-hmm. that? But they had a, such a hard time finding people. I mean, because everybody. I mean, and then my thing is, if you're if you're social socially aware, socially me, social media aware, mm-hmm. 
and you're the person that's getting the talent, you're not finna show, hey, would you love to come? And you see them like all year long be like, fuck NFL, fuck I know. And you're like, would you want to come perform? Do you I don't, but like Beyonce us? and Jay-Z, they didn't want to do it, but they send their artists out to go do it. You know, so it's like... The it's, money, the money is there. Go get it. I'm just not. Because that's why I said, I think it's at the, dependent upon your, your conditions. Chrisette Michelle obviously needed money. Yeah. So she took that job. But I, and I feel like, like you said, it just was the wrong time for her. I think that, I think that Chrisette Michelle, if she had not have done it, she probably would have got more shows. Like if she would have turned it down, the like, people would have been like, oh, girl, yes, come out, come exactly. Out. Like, you know, they would have, more people would have actually supported her. Mm-hmm. And I, I get her position in where she feel like, you know, she was trying to bridge a gap or whatever. Bitch, it's like, girl, this is not, this the, not the time. This is not the one. This <laughs> <laughs> not the gap you need this to bridge. <laughs> this not for you. You no. know what I'm saying? So it's like, no, no, son, no, 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 whatever. Like, why no, would you? Negative. And you know, and you know, he's just using you because they're all like, you know, we get one black one. You know what I mean? So, like, so we can show that we're not racist because we have Chrisette Michelle here. She's doing it. We like her, girl. You and know, the person who's orchestrated that move, getting that talent, was like, she would need this. Yeah, and they went right to her ass. Yeah, and she took that hundred. What it was like a hundred fifty thousand dollars or something, and and now she went and built her a little yoga studio, and that's where she works. And money's gone, right? But if you want to come on our show, we would definitely uh, <laughs> open our arms to you to discuss your side of the story and and what happened with you. Um, I feel like cancel culture, as Danielle said earlier, is dangerous because it doesn't allow for growth. Um, because people's mistakes, even on that large of a scale, are an opportunity for them to learn. I think she just needs to go to Europe. Go, just, just Josephine <laughs> Baker, the whole thing. For real. <laughs> she's obviously, like, she's very Think that's talented. where R. Kelly's going? No, he's going to Australia. <laughs> well, he's trying to go to Australia. I don't think they want him. <laughs> I thought he was trying to go to that place in Germany where they had, like, the young girls who can't say no or something. I don't. Well, he That's probably terrible. should go to Thailand. Then. I don't want to get canceled. Let me retract. <laughs> Thailand. That's what. It, that's, that's where like the sex trafficking and all that stuff. They have the little girls and the she boys. She didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they got little young girls and little young boys. You know, and the, the, the trans. They're so, over there at the yeah. Thai Spice Inn, just waiting for somebody just to waiting come through it. the back and pick them up. <laughs> With with the micro peens, you know, oh. like they just trying to they just trying to do it. Hmm. They trying to make a living for themselves. Right, you got to do it how you got to do it, girl. Right. Okay. Well, that was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. It is. You know, I thought that wine was nineteen crimes. Oh yeah, it does look like that it bottle. Like it. Yeah. yeah. No, this is chain gang, 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 gang. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about our live show before we roll mm-hmm. this one up and smoke it. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So post lounge, March the 1st, right? Mm-hmm. 7 p.m. to 11 p.m.? Till whenever. Party hardy. Okay. So be- definitely that's what I was going to say. So we know Cardi B is going to be at the rodeo that night. Please don't feel like you have to go see Cardi because what you need to be doing is coming to see us. 
<laughs> so when you get done doing whatever it is that you're doing, come through. Wear your great Wakanda gear, your African garb or whatever. If you go overboard, you will be memed. Oh, I need to go buy me something. I have one skirt. You know, um, what's her name? Uh, Erica Cabell. She makes some really nice stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I might, I might see if she can make me a jumpsuit or something. Mm, that'll be cute. You know, I have a skirt, but it, I think it's too big now. Like I need to, maybe I should go get it taken in. Yeah, you've lost some weight. Just a little bit. I'm probably gaining now because I eat. I eat too. <laughs> I, I'm, I, you know what? In my head right now, and this is terrible. All I can think about is when I get home, how I'm going to eat some more of that gravy that I cooked. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get this booty eating just lettuce. So how did you like the wine? You liked it okay? I actually really like it. Like it has like a nice little sweetness to it, but it's not overpowering. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very smooth. And it has like a little bit of a kind of a kick to it. Like it kind of takes a little bit of a like a pepper. Or something. Yeah, like a, a pepper yeah. on the on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the finish is really nice. Yeah. So um, I give it a twenty-two. I actually really like this. I think, and you know, I'm not really a red fan, mm-hmm. but I really like this. I think I'm going twenty-three. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a 23. Okay. I feel like that's an average 22. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. Shit. I mean, I'm not gonna add it or anything. I know. But I mean, I like it. I, I feel like that is. That, that's pretty. I like mm-hmm. it. I, I like it too. I haven't even been drinking reds lately, but. This kind of hit it. Yeah, Good it job, does. Danielle. Good, cho- okay. good choice. Where'd All you get right. that one from? HEB. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I almost didn't get it. I was starting to get another one. I was like, you know what? Let me try this white man with his hat on. Okay. <laughs> oh, criminal. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. Um, okay, well, yeah, so don't forget our show on the first. Um, that's gonna be our one hundredth episode. Mm-hmm. This is ninety-eight. Friday coming up, we'll do ninety-nine, and then next week. Brrr, 100 live from post lounge yes make sure you go to our website get you a ticket yep they only come five dollars come you on that off through. some chips and um we're also gonna do a raffle yeah we have some really great great things in the raffle yes so um, yeah, really great stuff i can't even name them all there's so many great options it's a lot of stuff yeah so i actually need to add a ticket on the eventbrite for the or, raffle, for the raffle, okay. I'd probably do like a combination, like a ticket and a raffle, and then yeah, like yeah. you can buy both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we um go head over to our website betweenusgirlspodcast.com. Yep. Get your ticket for the show. Yep, and don't forget to wear your greatest Ankara or African garb. We're gonna be so cute. We're gonna Wakanda be like forever. Do the chest bump. Yes, Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <sighs> Shit. <laughs> this, this is how we shut it down. So. Thank you for joining us on Between Us Girls. But don't keep it a secret. Listen and share with everyone you know. See you next week.